0: Sorry, are we recording just,
1: okay now we're recording patrick now you can talk you it's such a great opening uh but you know what <laughs> we've only been doing this for four years Sarah, so didn't record
0: it. Patrick, we
1: okay we're good we're good uh you were saying before so
0: i was saying i was asking a question actually are you still employed am i still employed because i think every other famous person in media this week seem to uh, lose their job
1: well am i still employed or are you going to do this last podcast episode with me and then fire me at the end and not give me a chance to say goodbye to our uh, sarah i don't don't
0: fire people you'd you'd get a call from our attorneys i don't
1: fire people oh excellent okay great sarah
0: what a shocking monday tucker carlson fox news out don lemon out jeff shell by the way who probably Is the happiest person in the world who was ousted as the ceo of nbc universal for an inappropriate relationship with reported to be uh an anchor uh, from cnbc for the last (laughs) nine to eleven years on and off no one exactly knows what occurred there but that was the big news all over jeff shell out at nbc and then Tucker and Don Lemon back-to-back. So crazy, crazy, crazy Crazy, Monday.
1: Crazy, crazy Monday, crazy media day. I know. Um, Yeah, what are your, like, I guess, what are your thoughts (laughs) that you can share? I
0: don't don't really have any. I mean, you know, it's, um, I mean, two high-profile, one for CNN and one for, obviously, Fox News. Um, You know, obviously, Tucker, I believe, has the number one show in cable, or maybe the second highest rated show in cable, three to three and a half million viewers. Don Lemon, obviously primetime host for CNN for a long time, moved to the morning by the new head of CNN. Uh, and obviously he's the one who uh, you know kind of had the major misstep when he was talking to Nikki Haley about women in their prime or outside of their prime and then there was a few other things so you and i talked about him at thinking the writing was on the wall there anyway yeah that one
1: that one to me was not that shocking i mean i i know you know this but there's been lots of rumblings for months right i mean he's difficult to work with he's misogynist alleged alleged misogynistic on the set you know to other all these i mean so that one was not shocking i mean tucker's shocking because. You know this. I mean, it's hard to – something had to be pretty serious to remove someone who's your number one talent. I mean, usually you put up with a lot for somebody who has huge ratings. So obviously something did, yeah, they did obviously. not like. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, obviously, right?
0: Obviously. But, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy Monday in um, in the media world. That's for sure. That's for sure. I
1: was but as But as,
0: as far as far – as, the taping of this podcast right now at nine forty two a.m. on the East Coast uh, on Wednesday. I am still employed. Now that may end in about eighteen minutes, twenty. Maybe, you, you don't. You just don't know, right? You well, just look, don't know.
1: How do we apply? I, I read on uh, Drudge Report that Fox is, is looking for a, a replacement for Tucker Carlson. How do we get the Polini perspective? I mean, my God, don't you have oh, some contacts?
0: God. Could you imagine us? Could you imagine us in prime time? <laughs> I could actually.
1: I feel like we would. I'm going
0: to. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we would not have three and a half million viewers.
1: Really? I don't know. God.
0: Uh, Anyway. We we digress, right? We digress.
1: Fired. I'm sure
0: after the first week. Uh,
1: yeah. Huge media week. Yeah,
0: I I would think. Um, I would think we'd have. uh, We probably could do like five minutes. I I can't do it.
1: I mean, Patrick, I think, don't, what do you think? Where do you think? Because you do have, you are an insider. I mean, you are a GM. Where do you I'm think? I'm an insider. <laughs> you are.
0: Go ahead.
1: Where do you think television is headed? Because, uh, meaning, meaning these talk shows, right? Because you just had Gail King and Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, by the way, not particularly liberal. I mean, it seems like these shows are going towards, and, and CNN is the same way, you hear almost like this Bill Maher type format where they want it to yeah, be <clears throat> Do
0: I think, you think that's I think true? it's a good question. I, I you know So Gail King host of CBS morning news so she's a news person or supposed to be straight news. Um it's interesting how and by the way I I don't mind it. You see more and more people like the Gail Kings of the world trying to straddle that line between news and um not necessarily opinion but doing non-news shows right yeah and hard. not to give us kudos here but you know Jim locate who is one of our main anchors up uh, he he is probably the first person certainly maybe in a large market maybe not Maybe I'm exaggerating that a little bit, but he has a tremendous ability to, he can anchor the 10 o'clock news and then turn around and do the final five and also host like it or not. And he, he's multi-talented in that way. Same thing for Angie and Marina and others right here. So we do it. So I think it's actually interesting and, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sure Charles Barkley will give his opinions on everything, right? He's a very opinionated person, doesn't hold anything back. The question is, how much will Gale, how far will Gale go? I don't love the name. It, it's actually a very intriguing name, King Charles, I, but the I fact that like there it. really is a King Charles now, uh, kind of odd, but I get it's actually a pretty. No one cares name. about King Charles
1: in the US.
0: It's- no, no, I know. I'm just saying, well, no one cares. All we're talking about is the coronation, right? Uh, but to answer your question, I think that you can balance a show that may try to be a little bit more informative, entertaining versus the news side. But even these morning shows now, they do very little news. Like the Today Show, GMA, CBS, like they do the top stories and then they're off on all kinds of other lifestyle stuff, trending topics, this that. So, I do think the appetite for viewers absolutely has changed. I think that um if you haven't adapted like we have here at Fox 5, I think I think you're heading in in the wrong direction. Um I think you saw people want news, they want local news, they want straightforward news. They still I think want good uh Holding people accountable, they want all that stuff, but it also, I think, they want they want to be entertained and they want to be informed, entertained, learn something, laugh a little, um, and uh, I think there's you know shows that can do that, like the Bill Maher show, right? Listen, Judge Stewart is a perfect example. Oh of this, yeah, right? yeah, he's, he's great just, too. Yeah, he, he maybe he's probably the. I don't say he's the original again because I I'd have to really think about it, but he you learned something. He talked about real issues, very smart topics, wasn't afraid to have real guests, wasn't afraid to have real conversation, but you laughed, you learned. Um
1: well I I think he too.
0: so I think people
1: want don't you think I I feel like we're leaning towards at least it seems like from s- some of these networks right uh, people want a common sense host to some degree I mean you know because yeah. we've tacked so far right and I so have- far left in our politics and in our you know some news shows don't you think that they are like now I feel like there's this movement of people want you know people respect Charles Barkley because there's a level of like you know he's understanding, but I think he's not like unrealistic. Well, he's authentic. Right? He's he, authentic. He, yeah, he's, maybe that's right. the word.
0: Whole, whole I
1: mean, <clears throat> I think people are very you know, tired of this. You know, one extreme or the other.
0: Uh, you know, you'd like to think it, but yourself people are going to vote for Trump, right? So, <laughs> I, you know, I do think those shows that can can be authentic, talk about real issues where you don't necessarily know where the hosts are going to kind of fall on. Um, uh, You know, I mean, Bill Maher's making a lot of news now because he's talking rationally to the so-called progressive liberals about where they're headed and how their thought process and their inability to want to listen to the anyone who disagrees. Uh, But he's also extremely critical of the hard right on on under like, so he's a balance of I think what what you want. And he's not afraid to have smart people on his show. You know, people make fun of Joe Rogan a little bit. But you know, yeah, the reason Joe Rogan is so popular, huge, enormous, he has very, very smart people on his show, right? People that may disagree with him, some people who people consider very extreme, uh, on either side. Uh, but he's not unwilling to sit there for three hours and have a conversation. Right now, you may not agree with the topics, you may not agree with the guests. But, you know, you sit, and listen, for he, he sits there for three hours and talks to people. Right?
1: Well, I, you also see so, how big Substack, right? Substack, this kind of independent journalist, a lot yeah. of liberal journalists who, you know, I think got, I don't know, maybe a little disenfranchised with I mean, how right, liberal. Right, started
0: by, started by Bar, Barry Weiss. Um, you I think see that's how, how huge you pronounce her first name.
1: That is. And there's, you know, rumors that <clears throat> Elon Musk might invest. I, you know, you just, I, you see those things growing in popularity and you're like, to, i don't know i think that's where people it's, it's, it's are...
0: interesting conversation and I, i'm glad we're having it because i do think as crazy as as much vitriol is on twitter and on social media i do think it's starting to there's more voices starting to call out the insanity on both sides
1: yeah. like
0: like we have to be able to have a real conversation Right? We have to be able to, um, you know, be rational about these topics. And, you know, you know, we've been doing this about four years. And, you know, multiple, I've always said multiple things can be true. You could be for certain issues, but not agree with certain aspects of those issues. Right. You and I have talked about, you know, the, 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 the transgender issues at length, which is, you know, for a general manager, could be kind of, you got to be careful what, what right, you say, right? right? Sure. But you could be 100% for trans rights, as you should be, as we are. But also, you may not agree that biological women should be, I mean, men should compete against women in sports. Right. Right. Like that topic, you know, that topic, you should be able to have a rational conversation about should trans should the trans community be treated with respect and fairly and have all the rights reserved to them that everyone else has. Absolutely. Could you have the discussion rationally that at what age is it appropriate for children, teens to start going through some of that stuff? Well, that's a that could be a rational, should be from med- medical professionals, psychological professionals, mental health professionals, parents, teachers, they should all be part of that conversation. People much smarter than me on the issue, right? But you should be able to have that conversation. Yeah, right, right, right. So, well, without that,
1: being labeled transphobic, right? Correct, that's that's absolutely. the issue. is If exactly, like, where I think you're you're seeing people call out, like Bill Maher and Substack and these other people saying, "No, no, no, this affects everybody in our society." Well, it's just and like if you guns. have a child, take it
0: away from, tra- take it away from the transition. Let's talk about guns, right? Because I don't want it just to be an issue on the on, you know, on the. I'm a gun owner. But I also think you should be able to have a rational conversation that we don't need high capacity weapons, whatever you want to call that. There's no reason to not have a waiting period. There's no reason to not have a serious background check. There's no like there are so many things. I think we talked about this before, but I I mentioned Jon Stewart. There's an interview that Jon Stewart did with I believe it was a Kentucky Republican Congress or state person maybe congressman i'm not 100 sure but again john stewart being john stewart basically got him to they're talking about drag shows right how they're going to ban drag shows for children in his state or they want to do it federally or whatever i don't remember exactly and he asked him what the reason he goes my job as a politician is to protect kids and john Stewart goes what what'd you say What? Your job is to what? Yeah. Protect children. Yet the same politician will do nothing on guns. Zero. The hypocrisy is on both sides. But back to our original point about shows, and I do think that more and more people want to have rational conversations. They want to listen to people who are rational. They want to listen to people who can can just –
1: well, I think everybody wants Talk. to be able to, like you said, have these conversations of all kinds of different societal issues, and then not be labeled right. And there's this whole thing, I mean, of just, I don't. You saw it with Dave Chappelle's special. I mean, just the insanity around some of this stuff. It's like, I mean, that's kind of it's a like, bad example because like it's up like, comedy, you, but
0: you could, you could call, it, you could not want Trump, but still not believe. What the Biden administration is doing, you could, you know, like you could believe that Biden is just too old to run again. Like,
1: that's a good segue. That's a good segue, by the way, because he announced, you know, President Biden announced that he's going to run for reelection. If he wins, he will be 86 years old. He's already the oldest president ever. He well, be, if he
0: wins, he'll be, he'll be 82. 82, he'll be 86 when his term ends, right?
1: Thank you. Um, and it looks like Trump, I mean, it looks like we are headed for a Biden-Trump rematch. Although, I don't know. I mean, Ron DeSantis is in South Korea with his wife. They look awfully presidential. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, people are so upset. They're doing so all I these have polls. A, I have a
0: lot of thoughts. But Biden is too old to be president is my thought. But I do think if he runs against Trump, see people forget it's a binary choice right you you don't get to you know just make a person out of you know multiple people it, it's not for mo in most senses you know most elections are truly binary there's been a few where there's an independent who runs like ross perot did and kind of maybe potentially screwed up that election or helped that, that election depending on what side of, of the aisle you're on uh if you have a choice between Biden or Trump, you know, even though you might not love Biden and think he's too old or don't love his policies, the alternative in your in, in many people's cases would be worse. Right. So you have to pick Biden or you don't vote, which probably is a vote for Biden in most cases. So uh, it's interesting. A bunch of polls came out this week. Clearly, Trump has a significant lead in most primary states, 15, 18 points, 10 points, whatever it may be against DeSantis. I think the national uh, primary polling for Republicans, I think, had a 43, 26. So that's 17 points, huge lead. And then it's DeSantis and then everyone else is in low single digits. Right. But if you look at it, DeSantis, so poll came out this week. DeSantis versus Biden. DeSantis is ahead in every single swing state, I believe, and nationally up 1.2 points on Biden. Trump's behind by 3.1, which, by the way, that's a significant number probably at this point. Right. When you have to, you know, overcome four, five, six key swing states. And my sense is that'll only get worse for Trump as you get closer. So. You know, if you're the Biden folks, you want Trump to win the oh, primaries. Sure. You, you don't want DeSantis head to head against Biden because it's an absolute toss up. OK, absolute toss up. All the negative press on DeSantis with Disney and this and he's done this, It's all it means nothing in the general election because. He's a widely popular governor, one by twenty points. People are flocking to Florida. They're moving from California and New York and other Dem states to move to Florida. Um, their economy is strong. He has a lot to run up. Okay. I think he made a mistake with the six week abortion ban. I don't understand the Republicans. You know, you wanna you wanna argue again, oh, a rational insane. conversation. You wanna argue about 15 weeks? If you're at 15 weeks, I think it's hard to.
1: Yeah, it's reasonable. I mean, say, that's reasonable. Say you're
0: I... too radical. Six weeks is radical, in my opinion. So I think at six weeks, I think that was a, I think that was a mistake by DeSantis.
1: Wait, um, but DeSantis when is... I
0: say a mistake a mistake politically. Maybe he truly believes that, and if he truly believes that it's six weeks, well, then he's got to run on that and let the chips fall where where they do based on people voting if they think that's a reasonable. Uh, I don't think abortion. he believes that.
1: I think he. I think he uses that to get all the evangelical yeah, I, vote, I and then.
0: I, I, but you can't come back from that, right? So, and I've said well, this to what you before. Well, when does he have to? I mean,
1: it's, it's already been a federal passed law. So, what does it? What does it matter? I mean, you know, it, it's. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, what, it's up
0: to states.
1: Right. It's up to. Okay, so there you go. I mean, it is up to the states. So.
0: I think I, he should. He say I any he, he set, wants? I think he should have settled at fifteen. And which was the Mississippi original case until the Supreme Court kind of threw RV Wade based on that case out. Mississippi wanted 15 weeks. Not only did, as we discussed, the Supreme Court overturn that, but then they threw the whole thing out back to the states. So I think he's had a couple unforced errors. I do think that the problem also is in the media. Whatever Trump says, whether it's true or not, calls de desanctimonious, calls him name, it gets regurgitated a million times, right? So this happened in the 2015 run up to the 16 election. No one took Trump serious. They all gave him a voice, said whatever. And, <laughs> you know, and I think most media outlets are willing to, because A, he's the former president and B, again, I think it's better for Biden if Trump gets the nomination. So I think you're going to see a ton of anti DeSantis, um, you know, stuff who the people I don't understand is the top of the Republican Party who just continuously blindly support Trump. I just I I don't I don't know where that's going. Not only do I think Trump will lose to Biden, I think the Republicans will will get crushed the, the Republican versus Democratic Senate landscape in 24 hugely favors the Republicans, where the last two cycles favored the Dems, 24 absolutely favors the Republicans. The Dems have to defend in many more states than the Republicans do. I think if a DeSantis is on the ticket, not only do they probably win the presidency, although I think it would be close because that's how –
1: yeah, that's everything you in this know, I feel like in the country now the country's right. just 50 it's 50, so 50 close. Right? Yeah. yeah it's just so close
0: but I also think if DeSantis is running and you have you have candidates like Kemp and others that won their like Georgia easily running for Senate I think the Republicans will overtake the Senate because I think the turnout will be huge for DeSantis I think if Trump runs, I think oh. the Republicans blow their chance in the Senate. I think a lot of people stay home. I think you have a lot of disenfranchised voters. And I just, listen, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe Trump can win again. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, but back to, back you, to our original but... premise, <laughs> the thought of a Biden-Trump rematch is so disheartening. Well, like, where where, where also- are all the great people?
1: Where are they? And I mean, you know, look, we also a while ago kind of debated, too, you know, Kamala Harris, not a particularly well-liked, I guess, um, vice president. And there's a lot of debate about why. Maybe they haven't given her a shot. Maybe, you know, she hasn't really had topics to kind of, you know, forge ahead on. Anyhow, but I mean, you know, he is rerunning with her. He Biden yeah. predominantly featured her. So, I mean, you have to think that could be our president. You know, does that impact <laughs> Very like that.
0: I think it does if DeSantis is right. I mean, hypothetically, DeSantis Nikki Haley versus Biden Kamala. I I think you gotta look at the vice presidential cat. Trump with anybody, you don't care who the vice president is because you don't want Trump to be in, right? So I, I, I think I think it matters to the extent. It probably matters more than it has in the past, based on the age of Biden. But I think if it was the people who are going to vote for Biden, for the most part, there may be a few dissenters if Kamala was on the top of the ticket, but I think would still vote for that ticket right now. Having said that, do I think even if she's VP for eight years, she's the front runner, assuming Biden's health and everything makes it through being 86 years old? I still don't think she's the front runner even though she's a two-time VP, right? I don't. Just like Biden I don't think was the front runner coming off Obama for eight years because she had Hillary. I think a Gavin Newsom, I think I think I think Gavin Newsom decides to run, he's a front runner over Kamala Harris in my opinion. Um
1: What do you think, think of a, a rumored report that President, former President Trump, is listening to people who say he should make Ron DeSantis his VP.
0: One, I don't think DeSantis would do it. Um, I just don't think that'll happen. I, I don't. I think that would be a colossal mistake by DeSantis. I think he gets swept up into the Trump, you you know, yeah, universe he, yeah, yeah. and. And you can't, I don't think you, I don't think you necessarily necessarily can recover. Pence Pence won't recover, never has. I'm sure Pence might be a stand-up guy, but at the end of the day, when he had the chance to really speak out, he didn't. Pence is going to get no more than 4 to 5%, probably shouldn't run. Um, go, go join a board, go do speeches, go become president of a company or, you know, a non-profit or something. Go do that. We'll see. It's crazy, crazy town.
1: It is crazy. Um, All right. What about locally? Um, I think, was it our own reporter, Sierra Fox, getting an interview with the- Yeah, so,
0: yeah. So, you know, obviously, as, as, as violent- So, murders, fortunately, I think murders are down in most major cities, you know, but violent- crime is up in particular car armed robbery violent assaults and a lot of it especially in dc is being perpetrated by teens so there's there's, there's been an increase in teen and youth crime in dc most recently there's been Uh, 12 and a 14-year-old arrested for a series of armed robberies in one particular day over a period of three to five hours. There's been a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old teenage girls, women, who uh, did a carjacking and violently assaulted someone. And our, our reporter, Sarah Fox, asked Brian Schwab, who's the D.C. Attorney General, straight out, should teens be charged as adults? was a there was a forum or a meeting on youth crime and he said um no straight out no not it depends she and her question was very specific should teens be charged as adults based on the severity of the crime and he said no teens brains are not formed or formulated or developed fully yet and. They make mistakes. Kids will be kids. Something to that effect. I I could not disagree more. To me, a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old is not making a mistake when they carjack someone and beat the crap out of a mom or they physically assault someone or murder someone. Or to me, that that attitude is exactly why youth crime and teen crime is up you had the new mayor of Chicago defending the the, the the it was a not last Saturday but the Saturday before there was a violent teen mob you know creating havoc in downtown Chicago um assaulted numerous people, there was a couple of people shot and you know the same kind of attitude oh kids have to have something to do yeah. okay yeah they do but they shouldn't get away with card people these, these a 15 six-year-old destroying a family destroying a family hurting someone sorry you're old enough to understand it's interesting for me for democrats they want 16 year olds to vote in a lot of these cities. They want kids to be able to do all these other, make all these other decisions without parents. Yet all of a sudden now, a 15 or 6 year old kids will be kids. Don't, these aren't mistakes. They're not mistakes. Should I? Should a kid at 15 go away for 35 years? I'm not suggesting that. Okay
1: what what's your but what would be your if you so, were in charge? So
0: so they so the, we talked about this. The teen who shot the commander's running back who had previously killed someone, I believe was 15 or 16, is going to be incarcerated in a juvenile facility until they're 21 and then they get out. 21.
1: That's bananas. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Banana. It's a banana. It's a clown show. It's a clown show in a lot of these cities. Okay, because that's his second. Be...
1: That's his second. You're saying that yeah. is his second. Okay, that that's a yeah. child that has yeah. is a serious yeah. danger. Yeah, I, I mean examples like that. I'm totally on your you side. Want a, you want
0: it? You want 25 years old, 30 years old, but 21? Sorry, no. And and by the way, yeah, I, I, I think it was Texas. And you yeah, know, people make fun. Oh, Texas, Florida. Yeah, a 15 year old killed two people in Texas and is going to be charged as an adult, as they should. A 12 year old, I I could buy into the argument that a 12 year old is being influenced by something or somebody or their environment. And a 12, 13 year old, maybe not developed enough to make those, a 15, six year old, I'm sorry, 16 year old. If you could drive, you could do all these other things they want you to do. I'm sorry. You know, I I think the severity of the crime to me, if it's a felony assault or above and you're 15 and above, sorry, you get charged as an adult. And again, maybe you don't serve 30 years, maybe serve 10 to me, 25 years old rehabilitate. And again, I'm, I'm for that to, to a certain degree, but
1: um, it seems like what these policies this this are crazy are about. And I, I don't know wh- what the answer is or how to offset it. But it, what these are policies seem to be about, because e- even in the interview, you know, that was published on Fox five is like basically they're saying, look, the kids that are committing these crimes come from like extreme poverty. Um, you know, a lot of them are, are children of color. And so it's almost like they're trying to figure out a way to like equal the playing ground. Right. And it's it's hard because you know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to help well, I think these it's, kids. I think but it's also... much harder,
0: though. I think it's also much harder when a 50-year-old knows they could carjack somebody, and there's very little consequence.
1: Well, okay? I know. To your point, I mean, yeah. It's like, I don't and know. And again, They're again trying multiple to... things
0: can be true. We have to solve this youth problem. You know, and again, I don't want to relitigate COVID, but- I've said this, and I'll say it again, and it's a good segue to Fauci's interview. Not getting kids back to school right away during COVID will go down as the biggest travesty out of all decisions, I think, related to Well, COVID. is
1: anyone going to remember it, it by the time we get around to elections? It seems like nobody... Well, and it.
0: it mostly and it mostly almost exclusively happened in democratic liberal states. Okay, they played politics with unions. They played politics with COVID. Fauci did an extensive interview yesterday, and. It just validated everything that I've thought about Fauci well, for the entire he,
1: time. He did, admit, he did admit the way they approached the vaccine made people even more anti-vax and was counterintuitive. I think so he, he did admitted admit a
0: that. lot without taking blame for any of it. Okay. He blamed the CDC. He said, we could have done this different. We should have done that different. Kids should have went back to school sooner. You know, We were slow to understand breakthroughs. We were slow to understand that immunity. Every answer was some sort of retraction or... But not took no blame, none. As if he, as if he was just some sort of advisor or voice. He was Dr. Fauci. People put him up on a pedestal. Okay, and I'm not saying he had bad intentions, but at some point, you're the head of infectious diseases at NIH. You have to get some of this right. <laughs> you have to. Kids needed to be back in school. There are de- there's data on learning. Yeah, it's data a
1: mess. On- yeah, it's a mess. Not only that,
0: kids are ju- kids are just lost. Yeah. I think I think I saw California's lost thirty thousand students. Some ridiculous number in just LA County. They them.
1: have yeah yeah in tw- I think it was oh, like yeah, LA LA, it was something like twenty two or twenty four thousand students are unaccounted for now. A lot of that could be kids that just transferred to different schools, but like to your point, you know, a lot of it was just kids that have dropped out because they didn't they didn't Sorry, have a lot you of. You said it, before. and
0: I said it. Not not getting kids back to school disproportionately impacted the the, oh. the, the, the poorer.
1: Oh, it's l- I, look, less, that's my less, issue le- with le- the Democratic le- Party. I mean, I have lots of issues with both parties, but. We just lived through a kind of a resurgence of a civil rights movement with Black Lives Matter and everything that happened in this country, bringing awareness that we needed. And then the Democratic Party turned around and for two years hurt the exact people that we were all fighting for. You know, they really yep. hurt communities of color. I mean, with kids that because, were abused at of, home, no food, because no education. Of unions,
0: because of unions and politics hundred percent. And to me, I'm like, and politics.
1: people should be screaming at the rooftops for these Democrats because to these Democrats, because what they've done is going to impact kids for years. The he, exact he kids.
0: Admitted, he admitted in the interview Say that masks, which became a very divisive topic, the way most people use them and the way the policies were implemented in most jurisdictions maybe worked ten percent of the time now he did say obviously if you wore an n95 mask
1: very effective tight to
0: your face didn't take it off didn't drop it to eat your food didn't drop it because you're in school and kids can't keep masks on then yeah it worked and he didn't give a percentage but whatever certainly probably worked a little bit better 10%. 10%.
1: And the only people that was never,
0: that was A, never communicated early on. And B, you knew it was never going to happen. So you gave a false sense of, you you gave mass this level. People were using it as, oh, if we get to, you know, 10 cases per 100 people or 1,000 people, we're going to reinstitute mass. But you could drop it down when you eat, you could drop it down when you're on the plane, you could drop it down. And You forced two year olds to wear masks. You knew kids weren't wearing masks that way. And he also admitted, I know that was so that, awful. Three year olds, four year olds with masks get, on. Fired up now. You want <laughs> I mean, most rational people knew the focus should have been from day one: get sixty and five year olds above vaccinated, get keep them home. If you're sixty plus, stay the freak home. Everyone else can go to work. Everyone else can go to a store, closing stores, closing. Like, what were we doing? And don't tell me we didn't know. And I've said the initial March, April, May closings of schools was the right decision. Once we learned more in the summer, most red states went back in September, and there was no, no numbers different. None. They were the same. So, you know, um, I think history will be unkind to Fauci the more the further we get away from you know, you know, everyone you know, loving him because he, here's what I would say I don't
1: think how many people really love him
0: anymore if Fauci worked for they were, oh my god, he well, was they were, every night. they were. Yeah, he, he was on the cover of Time and oh, yeah. he was like the King Fauci and you're the savior and da, 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 da. that was because he had to deal with Trump, right? And he, he was looked at as the voice of reason outside of Trump. If Fauci had worked for Biden, I think people would be looking back now saying, Man, this guy made a lot of mistakes. This guy and by the way, I think in the article he threw the C D C under the bus several times, right? In oh yeah, interview. he throws so, a lot
1: of people under the bus, Basically, he says yeah, point yeah. he says point blank, name a school I shut down. He basically says that people He's took- such
0: a don't, you know, whatever. Ah. All right. I've said like, enough.
1: Okay, I guess so. All right. Well, yeah. where do people follow you? But Where do they Patch follow you GM, Fox
0: 5 DC. I for think uh, Victoria's going to have fun with this one.
1: Oh, my God. All right, Patrick. <laughs> we'll see you next week.
0: All right. Bye, bye Sarah. Bye.